0: Set on the slot back, Solomon in the whole air. Running back are split behind Montana. Third and three. He has the ball. Montana rolling out the right, looking toward the end zone, throwing under pressure, throws his pass, caught by Clark. Hello there, 49er fans, and welcome to the third 49 49ers Paradise Podcast show. Wow, can't believe this is the third show already. We're going to be recapping the 49ers win over the Bucks, and we're going to be previewing the 49ers versus Giants game. So definitely stay tuned for the whole show. But before we go any further, a quick word from our sponsors. There's actually no 49ers Paradise podcast show sponsor this week. Unfortunately, nobody uh, picked up the sponsorship this week. But just a reminder to all of you that you can sponsor 49ers Paradise podcast show. Contact me at podcast at 49ersParadise.com. .cjb.net, and I'll be happy to work out an advertisement deal with you. It's a great targeted audience, goes out to a whole lot of fans, and in addition, you get to support 49ers Paradise and everything we do along along the way. So be sure to check us out, set up an advertisement. It'll be beneficial to you, it'll be beneficial to 49ers Paradise, and so it'll be beneficial to the 49ers online community. Despite my efforts to always keep 49ers fans informed about the latest at 49ers Paradise, a lot of people still don't know that 49ers Paradise offers weekly stats that match up the 49ers versus their weekly opponent, and they're put out every week, so it's a great way to get a rundown statistically of how the 49ers match up against their opponents. Very, very detailed. You can get on and check them out from any of the links in the navigation bars on any page on 49ers Paradise, or on the right-hand side of the main page, there's a link towards the top in the hot-off-the-press hot section in and around there. You should be able to find a link that says Weekly Stats. Definitely worth checking it out. Another thing I want to remind you all to do is click on that little ticker from Real Football 365 it helps generate a little bit of revenue and helps get you the latest news from around the league. So it would be really, really beneficial if people can do that. A couple clicks a day from every 49er fan who visits the site. Could be a huge benefit to the site. Um, About 300 people tuned in last week to the 49ers Paradise show. Very happy to see that the numbers are growing and hopefully they'll continue to grow. Still not nearly up towards what type of visitors we get reading the site on a daily basis. But it's nice to see that people are adapting the new technology and using it. If uh, you haven't done so yet, you can add the 49ers Paradise Podcast RSS feed, that's a real big mouthful, to your My Yahoo, My MSN, you can add it to your My AOL, you can add it even to Apple's iTunes. So be sure to add your uh, podcast feed, check out the 49ers Paradise Podcast page for archived uh, copies of the show, as well as information on how to add the feed to your, your services, get the most out of the show. All right, 49ers fans, uh, this segment had to be re-recorded. It was actually lost into who knows where. Um I guess one of just those fumbles with technology that hopefully I'll try and avoid in the future. Um, it was with regards to the questions and response segment of the podcast. And this one here is from Jen in Vegas, who asks about Quaim Harris, uh, whether or not it's time for us to throw the towel in on him. Uh, My personal feeling is basically that Harris is coming along slowly. He's not the Orlando pace I was hoping for, but he is coming along. And uh, given that he's coming along, I don't think it's time to throw in the towel on him yet. I would like to see the 49ers get a supporting cast around him, which I think will help increase his strength on a whole. I think he'll be a much more effective player when the line as a whole is better. The next question Um, was actually from Dave in Northern California. He was asking about whether or not Cody Pickett is the future quarterback for the 49ers, not Alex Smith. Now, obviously, this question uh, stems from Pickett's performance this past Sunday, and it was an okay performance. He threw one pass, though, and I want to remind you all that he threw just one pass in which he, you know, eyed the receiver the entire time. There wasn't a whole lot to it. It was a good pass, though, right on time, right on target. Now, is he the future? Maybe, possibly, who knows? We're certainly going to get a better look this week, but uh, I think it's a little far-fetched to say that he's going to beat out Smith for the job. Um, I think that Smith is going to be given every opportunity to make sure he doesn't lose that job, so... I I don't see Pickett being the immediate future, perhaps a backup, or perhaps if the 49ers throw in the towel on Smith. But given all the money and Nolan's investment and Nolan's tie to the first-round pick, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. So that's my take on uh, Cody Pickett and Quaim Harris, and I'll get a little bit more into detail with Pickett as we progress in the rest of the podcast. I honestly don't see that type of performance coming from Cody Pickett certainly not in his, what, third start or not even second start, something like that in his career. If it did happen, I think the 49ers would have to look at him and and play him a little bit more. But he has the physical tools. He has athletic ability, but he was a seventh-round pick, has a sidearm throw. Um, He's very, very raw. Alex Smith just seems to have all the tools, the mechanics, the head for it. Look, either quarterback, either way, as long as the 49ers are winning, um, I'm happy with. I just don't see the 49ers jumping off the Alex Smith bandwagon so soon, especially considering Alex Smith is tied to Mike Nolan. Now, could Cody Pickett become a solid second-string quarterback? Yeah, I I mean, I could see that happening. I could see him upstaging Dorsey. Um, But I don't see it happening this week. I think his legs will be a real asset. I think he could make a few things happen against the Giants. I think they, you know, that can get scary. But I don't see Cody Pickett being the future at quarterback for the 49ers when Alex Smith is sitting there on the bench, making the tens of million dollars that he is. What am I talking about? Forties of millions of dollars that he is. But I guess the real question is whether or not Cody Pickett has it in him to be the starter and. You know, if that was the case, then why wasn't he a first-round draft pick? Well, you could argue, of course, that a lot of quarterbacks aren't picked in the first round and turn out to be great ones. Heck, Joe Montana wasn't picked in the first round, and he turned out to be great. So that's not much of an argument. My qualm with, uh, with Cody Pickett is quite simply that he hasn't shown me that he has a very good grasp of the offense yet preseason regular season doesn't really matter he's thrown like five passes in the NFL I think he's his completion percentage is somewhere around 25 percent which is pretty dismal although he has only thrown five passes so given that I think people are a little bit quick to jump the gun and say hey Pickett's the next next starter for the 49ers especially when you have Alex Smith sitting on the bench now can things change? Certainly. Can Pickett prove me wrong? Gosh, I hope so. I'd much rather, you know, him prove me wrong and become a great quarterback than sit on the bench and meander there forever. So that's that. Um, obviously, that brings us into this week's game, where Pickett and uh, Pickett had some time stepping in for Dorsey. Threw a nice strike to Brandon Lloyd, although he eyed him all the way, which was something that showed me how little grasp of the offense he actually has. Um, and uh, he he kept the ball you know in the in he kept the ball moving, which was what the 49ers needed him to do. But really, it wasn't him; it was the run game. He made one key throw on third down. I'll give him that. But it was the run game and the offensive line that kept the ball moving and won this game for the 49ers. It really wasn't Pickett, so I'm not ready to say he's the future. Uh, Ken Dorsey didn't look very good out there. I've been a Dorsey supporter for quite some time. And uh, this game just wasn't very encouraging for for him or for me in that respect. He had, a, a, you know, 40 yards passing is nothing to write home about. The 49ers only had 50 yards passing in total, which is really surprising that you win a game with 50 yards passing. really shows how bad the Bucks played, you know, because the 49ers really, really did not have a good game on offense. So Dorsey really didn't upstage Alex Smith. Pickett didn't upstage either of them. 49ers are still going to be banking on Alex Smith at quarterback. I think we do have to really, really applaud Bryant Young for his performance. He's up to eight sacks, would have had nine, but it was called back on a penalty. Another forced fumble. He is having one of his career seasons, and I just couldn't be prouder of the guy. He's fought through so much in his career. That leg injury would devastate most players, and here he is time and time again. He is the ultimate professional, and I think some of that might be rubbing off on Andre Carter, who's really stepping into this new role. He's really proving that Mike Nolan might not have made such a bad decision and moving him ahead of Jamie Winborn. Andre Carter was around the ball like crazy this weekend, making plays everywhere, and that was really, really awesome to see, so I was really happy, happy with that. The offensive line for the first time this season didn't let up a sack. It was a definitely something to build on. wasn't the performance of a lifetime, especially considering how much the 49ers ran the ball. But what they did do, and did do effectively, is kept running the ball. The Bucks knew they were going to run the ball. They stacked the box, and yet the offensive line kept opening up the hole. So the line has been a, a problem all season, and maybe they're starting to gel. Maybe they got lucky because the Bucks didn't have all of their talent and all of their threats there. Or, or maybe they really are just becoming a solid unit, but right now I want to see a little bit more consistency, I want to see that continued play. Um, if they can go for another few games, no sacks, that would be tremendous, and if they can keep opening up opportunities for the run game, 49ers might be vanilla, but they might start winning. Speaking of the run game, Kevin Barlow had a, a really nice game, as did Frank Gore. I still think the 49ers should be giving preference to Frank Gore, but... I can live with the tandem. I think that Barlow definitely needs to be working in a tandem, so I'm happy to see that Nolan has recognized that and is going that route. And uh, alternating the two might help keep them healthy. So, whoever's starting, whether it's Gore or Barlow, I can live with. I just want to see that they continue to split carries. Ahead of them at the fullback position, Fred Beasley just needs to be involved every single play. He can't be pulled for a backup fullback, it doesn't make sense. He is a good blocker. He is a key to the run game. And so Nolan really has to continue to up his up his carries, up his use in the game, up his blocks, up his uh, play time. All of that has to go up for Fred Beasley. Tight end Trent Smith got his first start with the 49ers. It was nice to see. He's a 49ers pass-catching tight end. But he obviously did a pretty good job in the run-blocking game too, and also in the pass-blocking game because really... The the whole line, including the tight end, did a good job. So I was really happy to see Smith in there. I think Nolan really should be upping his play time as well. It was a step in the right direction, no doubt. Uh, I've got to give got to give a lot of props to the defense, linebackers, defensive backs, and the and the front line just did an outstanding job creating pressure, making the big plays, and in the result, it, it really paid off for the 49ers. They only scored 15 points and still won. That being said, how about Joe Nedney, whose leg led the 49ers to 15 points, 5 field goals. He missed his 6th, but it really didn't matter at that point. Well, it mattered, but it turned out not to matter because the 49ers won the game. Sure, the go-ahead score would have been nice, but hey, 49ers won, Joe Nedney had a touchback, he had 5 field goals, how much more can you really ask for him? Punter Andy Lee also continues to prove his worth. It's rare that so much talk would be about the two special team kickers, but hey, the punter and the place kicker have really stolen the show for the 49ers this season. And uh well, hopefully when the 49ers actually become a good team, they'll still be able to have these guys around with healthy legs able to kick and contribute because for a very, very long time, the 49ers struggled to find a punter and a place kicker, and now they're starting off in the right direction, so hopefully that'll continue to be a step in the right direction for the team also. Looking ahead to the Giants game, the 49ers will have a, a tough matchup again. I've said all along, I don't know how many games the 49ers will win this season. They aren't a very good team, and a few people have said the 49ers have turned the corner now, that, you know, one win against the Bucks who are supposed to be a really, really strong team, is enough for them to turn the corner. I personally don't think they've turned the corner. I think they're moving in the right direction. I think it was a great sign to see that the 49ers can put a winning game plan together against a team who, let's face it, is struggling. They're missing their starting quarterback. So given that, I think it was a very positive situation for the 49ers this past week. But ultimately. I think the 49ers have a lot to prove still, and I think they will continue to have a lot to prove. So I don't think they're just going to go ahead and go out and pound the Giants. It could happen that they win. I would be surprised. I don't know how many more games the 49ers will win this season. I've said that last week, and really, I don't really care how many games they win this season. They're not a playoff contender. They aren't likely to win the NFC West, and I'm a realist. I'm okay with that. What I want to see is continuous improvement, and showing that the 49ers can put a game plan together, showing that Mike Nolan knows how to motivate his team, especially after a big loss, that was a real positive for me. That was something I don't think we could have ever have expected under Dennis Erickson, so that was a step in the right direction. Against the Giants, you're going to see Cody Pickett starting at quarterback. Hopefully Alex Smith will be healthy enough to at least back up, but uh, if not, the 49ers will either have the choice of Rasheed Marshall, a former Uh, quarterback in college, now playing wide receiver, or they'll have the option of bringing in a free agent uh, to take that position as backup quarterback, which would be insane considering the 49ers past I don't know, two, three weeks at quarterback. So 49ers really have a dilemma now at the quarterback situation. Starting your third, formerly fourth quarterback is not exactly the situation you want to be in. So I expect a really vanilla offense. I expect a really run-intense game, I expect the team to focus on Pickett's athletic ability, lots of rollouts, lots of scrambling, Um, but really the team is going to bank on its special teams and defense to try and pull through. The Giants can score, they have offensive weapons, but the 49ers might be able to find a way to plan against that, especially with the confidence they would have gained from this past game. The 49ers defense might pull them out of this one. Looking ahead to the Giants game, I really think the 49ers won't 49ers will put up a fight they're not going to roll over and die because that's not the team they are so thank you all for tuning in again really happy to see that the audience continues to grow be sure to continue to tell your friends and family about 49ersparadise.com check us out daily and be sure to send in your questions for the 49ers paradise podcast show you'll hear your answers on the air send them to brian b-r-y-a-n at 49ersparadise.cjb.net thank you for tuning in Until next time, check out 49ersParadise.com. But the days of the 49ers had only just begun.